Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. All right, 105 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you along with Cody Jansen. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex. He is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Um, you can uh, text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. We'll head out to the River Creek Resort and Casino hotline momentarily. I just want to read a sequence here. Uh, our friend Hart Levine, Puckpedia. Uh, Mark Spector, Sportsnet spec for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. Uh, Hart uh, followed up Elliot Friedman's tweet about Darnell Nurse working on a four-year extension. Nurse says one year left in his current deal. And uh, Hart says a a four-year deal puts Nurse at 31 for his next deal at a time when the salary cap is likely to make first meaningful jump in many years. Nurse is with the same agency uh, that represents Taylor Hall, who just signed a four-year deal in Boston. Um, A four-year extension for Nurse, when he's 31, uh, would have the contract expire at the same time as the CBA, unless the automatic one-year extension for the CBA kicks in. You know, Mark, it's funny because the initial response from some people would be, oh, Nurse only is giving the Oilers. And, and again, there's always additional reasons why. Things, it's 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 sort of like what we talked about briefly with Marc-Andre Fleury. Like, I think Fleury's going to play, but maybe he elects not to. What do you think, Spec? Well, Fleury's a little different. He's longer in his career. He's been around a long time, and he's had uh, he's really invested in Vegas. He went there, you know, as a member of the expansion team and really became the face of that franchise. And and I think the feeling now, certainly when you would listen to Agent Alan Walsh, is that he's kind of been dealt with poorly by Vegas. So, you know what? I'm not sure it's, there's a comparison between Nurse and Fleury. Will Fleury not go to Chicago? I think he'll probably settle down and take the emotion out of it and go play for Chicago. But he certainly could afford to walk away from the game right now and say, I've had a, you walk away as a Vesna winner. 
Not so bad, Bob. Yeah, well, I mean, guys, it's kind of... And we should mention, Kelly McCrimmon's doing an availability right now. Uh, do you think they're going to try to go after Eichel? Well, they're clearing a whole bunch of cap space. The understanding, I mean, obviously they'll, they'll have looked at the medicals from Eichel. The understanding was that they were having a, teams were having a hard time getting a hold of the medical records. And this is a guy with a some kind of a neck problem and a disc problem that there was quite a bit of um, disagreement as to the best way to treat it. The, the team and the players' doctors did not agree on whether surgery was required. So that's a, for what Buffalo's asking for this player, yeah, I'd be. You better know what's going on with that neck injury. That to me is the biggest factor in the whole deal, Bob. Is the health of the player. Like it's like Oscar Kleffbaum's shoulder. Real nice player until the shoulder's no good. He can't play anymore. You know, if you're paying the price you got to pay for Eichel, you better be darn sure you're going to get six or seven or eight years out of this kid. All right, let's get to uh, the here and now for the Edmonton Oilers. I ran through a list uh, the other day, uh, spec, of potential uh, free agent signings. I want to start on defense uh, because there's an obvious hole there. Um, and we'll use baseball terminology because we know you love baseball. If the Oilers sign Tyson Berry, and they could – Yes. I think it might result in a double flip. You know what I mean? Uh, because can you come back with Barry, Bear, and Bouchard? I'm not convinced you can. you got to have somebody that can defend. And I know in your list today, you actually had Cody Ceci and Travis Hamannick as being better targets for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Cody Ceci is represented by J.P. Barry. He played 1831 last year. He signed a sweetheart deal with Pittsburgh at 1.25. I will tell everybody right here and right now, I can 100% guarantee you that the Pittsburgh Penguins are trying to extend Cody Ceci as we speak. Okay, they're trying to get they're trying to find a way to get this done with Cody Ceci. Uh, Hamannick. Represented by Kevin Epp, he had a tough year last year in Vancouver. Um, so, and the Oilers have a fair amount of information on Hamannick. Let's not forget Mike Smith played with him for a couple seasons. But you think those would be the top two? Tar- those guys make the most sense for Edmonton? Well, they're in a bit of a fix here on the right side, right? They, they, you know, they've lost Larson, and we all know what Larson does. I don't have to tell the listeners. So, just bringing back a, an offensive player like Barry. That doesn't. That just kicks the can down the road as to what you're losing with Larson. You know, Barry's not killing your penalties. Barry's not blocking your shots. Barry's not, you know, shutting people down and being an abrasive guy who stops the cycle. So who's that guy going to be? Where's he going to come from? So I'm looking at the list of right shot defensemen, and there's, you know, there's not a lot of those guys. There's a couple high end guys here like Dougie Hamilton and Tyson Barry, offensive guys. I guess David Savard might fit that. Well, would fit that mold. But there's really only one of him. And immediately, if you're looking for guys that play, you know, that can replace some of what Larson does, you're falling down to guys in the, you know, the shopping range of CC and Hamannick. I know they're not sexy names. They're not going to cost you that much money either. Both guys made 1.25 last year. But I don't think you're going to, Bob, what I'm trying to say is you're not going to find a, a $5 million replacement for Larson. I don't think that guy exists. I don't think that player's out there. So I think they'll come in cheaper on that position. What do you think? Uh, Well, I'm going to tell you right now, CeCe's getting at least $3 million a year. Okay. Hamannick's going to get two or less. But CeCe and the addition. Two or less, for sure, yeah. yeah. Well, what's happened here is we've added a team, and that team took a player from Edmonton, Calgary, and Dallas. So now they're all looking for defensemen as well. Mm -hmm. Now, the other option is 
We assume that they, well, okay, they'll come back with Russell and Lagesson on the left side, third pairing. Maybe Edmonton gets a more physical, you know. <laughs> there's a guy, actually, that's available. What do you think of Zadorov? Uh, I don't mind Zadorov. Yeah. I don't mind him. I have to look into him a little bit more, but uh, listen, one of the Oilers' issues, and I think if we look at the defensemen that had success in the playoffs last year, Bob, what teams that had success had big, strong, tough, hard to play against defensemen. Yes. I'm not saying every guy's got to be Jason Smith, all six of them. But the Oilers have a, a whole bunch of guys that aren't that player. You know, Ethan Bear is not that player. Uh, Evan Bouchard is not that player. Darnell Nurse is that player, right? Duncan Keith's not that player. William Nagelsen's not that player. And Chris Russell's not that player. So they need some, you know, uh, they need a lot less of what Tyson Berry brings, even though i got a healthy respect for a guy that can lead all defensemen in points. He's a very valuable guy. But I'm looking at teams like Montreal and and Tampa and teams that, that get that get places. St. Louis a couple of years ago, Washington when they won, they win with big defensemen that can make you hard to play against, and they can win 2-1 games. And the Oilers don't have enough of those guys. they got to find something. Well, it's interesting with Zadorov because, uh, he, you know, he did get qualified yesterday by Chicago. They just added more money today in the Flurry trade. Obviously, they're going to do everything possible to, to have Flurry play. I wonder whether or not he's a guy that could be had and maybe not a significant acquisition cost. I'm not sure. All right, so that's the look of the defense. Mark, you would not believe the amount of texts and the amount of people that claim to have information on, on Ryan Getzlaff. Uh, really? Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, third line center. Um, just hold on here, Mark. Third line center. Uh, well, so we talked about Getzlaff. You brought a name up today. Uh, and I brought him up uh, a couple days ago. Nick Benino is represented yep. by Peter Fish. Okay, uh, just just so you have clarification, Mark. Jerry Johansson has just texted me out, uh, texted me back here. So on the record, hypothetically, I asked Jerry, if Gatslaff goes to UFA, would he consider Edmonton? And the response is yes. Now, people can say what they want. That's coming right from the the agent, and I told him I was going to air with it. So, there you have it. Okay. Well, as I think as fans in Edmonton have learned, considering Edmonton and signing in Edmonton are, and leveraging Edmonton to get a better deal out of another town. All, all, all fair. <laughs> but the point is, it's not a hard no. That's okay. the point. A okay. hard no. It's not a hard no at this stage. Uh, and you know what? The Oilers... You might look at Edmonton and say they can only, once they get Hyman done and the replacement for Larson, maybe they only got five or six million total for a third line center, a third line left wing, and a fourth line left wing. Okay? Well, we got lots of money right now, right? I, I know, but. 14 million uh, bucks, and I believe they really have 18 million. Can't they go 4 million over the top with the uh, yes, bombs? Yes. So, yes. So let's say five. Let's say. Let's say five and a half. And we're not sure how so five and a half let, let's say they got eighteen million. Are you and then they do Hyman for five and a half, that knocks it down to twelve and a half. And let's see how much the defenseman's gonna cost. Let's say it's gonna cost four or five. Maybe it doesn't cost four or five for the D if they only get one D. Maybe they get two. Yeah, I think they need a couple. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, let's say five for a couple of D men, because one of them's going to be a million dollar guy. So now you're down a now you're down a seven or eight. Sure. And we're and we're putting tourists for the record on the farm. Mm. So the centers, Nick Benino. What did you find out about Nick Benino? Well, I like I've always liked Nick Benino, and I think he serves the purpose of what you're looking for in your sentiment. You know, I was talking to Maddie this morning, and he was saying one thing about what the orders have done in the past is taken a guy like tourists, frankly. And tried to put him in a post in a position he's never played before. Came here and be our third line center when you've been a top six guy your whole career. And, you know, that would be the same with Getzlav. So the thing that I do like about Benino is he's been a third line center. He's been one for a long time. And he's been one on some good teams. You know, so I like that. We also, uh, it's well known now that his wife is a St. Albert uh, girl. They have a baby. He's 33. Uh, we all know that when the wife says we got to get out of Edmonton, players tend to listen. So maybe you get lucky here. The player's wife says, why don't we go to Edmonton? Uh, and then we go back to the conversation we had earlier, Bob, about players that want to play here. So Benino is a good place to start for me, certainly. Well, I, I'm going to tell you right now, it didn't hurt the Oilers' negotiation with Ryan Nugent Hopkins that his wife, Brianne, is from central Alberta. No doubt about it. Because you know hey, how you it go. works, Mark, right? Like the family's there. Happy wife, happy life, buddy. What's the old saying? I know this is the advice my dad gave me when I got married, and my, he's long since passed, but he said, I'm going to give you one word of advice. You want to know what it was, Mark? What's that? Allow your wife to make all those small decisions and understand that there are no big decisions. <laughs> there you go. We're going to take a quick timeout. We'll continue down the path of centers and maybe a couple, uh, you know, do you take a flyer on somebody that wasn't qualified yesterday? It's 118 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. You're listening to Oilers now. He's a pretty good player. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you, uh, along with Mark Spector. Sportsnet spec for the horses, horse racing Alberta. The... 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry. Again, live racing Century Mile takes place 6.15 Fridays and Sundays. And you can go out there and full fan experience if you want, or you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. All right, Spec. So Nick Benino, uh, you'd have time for. Um, there's a history with Ken Holland with a couple guys here, Luke Glendening and uh, Thomas Noshik. And given what uh, Kelly McCrimmon's already done by picking up Nolan Patrick, they, got, they, they grabbed another center as well from the Rangers. Was it Howden? Um, looks like they're not going to re-sign uh, Nosek. I don't mind Nosek. I think he's a pretty decent player. Played 13 minutes a game last year. Uh, made 1.25, represented by J.P. Barry. Any time for uh, Nosek at all? Yeah, lots of time for Nozick. Uh, I've watched Vegas quite a bit in the playoffs. Uh, probably more, certainly more playoff games in the last two years than regular season games. And uh, quite like Nozick as a third-line guy. I brought him up, I believe, at this time last year. So, yes, uh, absolutely Nozick, especially if he's coming as a UFA. You might be able to do a little better uh, than usual. I would think we should throw uh, Luke Glendening's name out there. Yep. 
And uh, I would also think you should throw one of the Granlin brothers' names out there, too. Well, hopefully it's not Marcus at this stage. <laughs> hopefully it's not Marcus. It would be Michael, yeah. uh, who's still 29. Uh, left-hand shot, 27 points last year. Yeah. Made 3.75 in Nashville, but that's just a thought as well. He's a very competent third-line center. I think, Bob, I think one of the things they're kind of caught with here is, uh, you tell me, you know, you'd know this is much more than I. I think they still really see their third-line center of the future in Ryan McLeod. But I'm not sure they see their third line of the present in Ryan McLeod. Well, they've got to insulate him. They gotta insulate him. Uh, you need to argue they need a they need a right shot guy that can win a draw. That would add they to do a need like, a right shot guy. Like that increases the probability of a guy like Glenn Denning or, or Derek Ryan. Um mm-hmm. I just don't want to overpay for either guy. Like I look, I like well, Derek personally. I wanted the Oilers to sign him years before he got signed to an NHL deal, but not for anything north of one point five million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Sure. So, and I'd say the same about Glenn Denning. You know, Glenn Denning's a career 55% man in the faceoff circle. Ryan's at uh, 55% as well in his career. Uh, Glenn Denning is represented by Alex Schall. Ross Lambert, whose son Brad's up for the NHL draft next year, has got Derek. And we'll see what ends up happening there. So, besides Hyman, you mentioned Granlund. Would you talk to Rich Winter about Thomas Tatar on the left side? Uh, well, now we're starting to run out of money here, for one. Yeah. You know, so who's, I mean, you've got Hyman next to McDavid. you got uh, Nugent Hopkins next to Dreisaitl. Uh, whoever your third-line center is is going to need someone who can help him a little bit. Yeah. So I want to say uh, where does, you know, I want to ask you where Tyler Benson fits in all this. Is he your fourth-line left-winger on this team? I don't know. Maybe at some point you just got to give him the – like, we've had people yeah. say, you know, Mark, you were kind of – like, we've had people say, Specs being dismissive of William Lagason. Uh Because okay. in theory, William Lagason I mean, the problem with William is he can't stay healthy. He's had wrist issues. Knocked him out of the lineup again this year. So – I just wonder whether or not, given Larson's absence, if you're not spending big on the right side to replace him, which means you're taking Barry out of the mix, you're just signing a more of a defensive guy, then maybe you spend a little bit more money on the left side to offset that, which would get you in the conversation of a guy like Zadorov, Zadorov, who's got some size. I'd have to learn how to pronounce his name. Um, <laughs> you could do all of those things. And the other thing you could do, Bob, is maybe, you, you know, I get how you build your team in the summer and then you augment it at the trade deadline. I understand that. So maybe you build your team this summer and you say, okay, we're going to get by on left D for instance. We're going to, you know, uh, I know that at the deadline, there's always lots of guys available, right? Every team that's not making the playoffs is trying to trade you a defenseman on an expiring contract. So maybe, maybe you can't scratch every itch between now and August 5th, right? You know, there is that. Okay. Uh, Yanmark and Jordan Martinuk. Two more names for you. But yeah, I like Yanmark a lot. And Martinuk's a local guy. Lives in Leduc. He does for sure. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Back to the guy who wants to play but here. But it's got to be a t- it's got to be a two-year deal in the range of what Archibald makes. Because that's what he is. He's a left-handed Mar- Archibald. Uh, Raider Jesse, Texas Show. Granlin has played some right wing. He'd be a good right wing for a young McLeod. Uh, would help with D zone coverage quite a bit. And my response to that would be they have four right wings. 
right? Like they have Poliarvi, Yamamoto, Cassian, and Archibald. And you know the coach loves Archibald. So, well, because Archibald's a good player. If he's your fourth line left winger, you got a good team. You know, yeah. I mean, I just don't say it like he loves them unjustifiably. He's a good fourth line depth player. He's he's been a very valuable guy here. Um, I would say to you that don't forget, if you're bringing in a third line center, what are you doing with McLeod? Where's he playing? Well, he could play left wing or he could play four C. He's okay. Could play four four C's a spot for him, but. I'd almost rather see him on third line left wing, to be honest. Well, he can skate. Yeah. Mark, two more guys I want to ask you about. Nick Ritchie and Evgeny Svechnikov. Oh, I don't know Svechnikov well enough to give you an opinion on him. The Oilers liked Mark. The Oilers liked him in 20, uh, 2015 draft. Okay. Um, Detroit elected not to qualify him. Ken Holland and Tyler Wright drafted him. It's a free player. Like, if you're going to take a flyer on a guy at 750000 800000 k that's got some size, he's dealt with injury issues, you know what? Maybe it just didn't work out for him. But is that... Couldn't find his way into either, either injured or couldn't find his way into Detroit's lineup. He's never played more than 21 games in a given season, right? And now the, the issue the is NHL. he's also a Russian, so you know that the KHL will probably offer him, you know, and, and the money's down on the KHL. But could he make uh, you know? Could he make a million tax free there? Maybe he could. But hey, listen, I'm not competing against KHL. The guy wants to go to the KHL. Go, go, and good luck to you. Don't don't ask me to match what Kimmick's giving you, right? Um, but you know what? Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he looks like a player, but he looked like a player in Detroit. And he wasn't one. You know, he wasn't one. He's never had more than eight points in a season. So, sure, if he comes for real, real cheap, and you want to take a run at him, he reminds me of the. A uh, little bit of the guy that you might that they tried to get last year, Bertasov. Remember him? Well, except he's a first round former first round draft choice. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's not a first rounder anymore. And, um, and Nick Ritchie was a first rounder and washed out in Boston. They didn't qualify him. I was a little surprised by that. We've got a lot of listeners texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Spec they think the owners should look at Ritchie. Well, Nick Ritchie, you know, size is an issue for Edmonton, right? Size is an issue. Too many of the guys, their best players that play all the ice time aren't big enough. You know, Nick Ritchie plays a big game. He's 6'2", 230. The biggest issue with Nick Ritchie was he always made a pretty good dollar as a first-round pick for Anaheim. Right? He made good money, and he never gave – he he disappointed you. He never – Consistently inconsistent, Mark. Consistently inconsistent. Very much in the Zach Cassian mode. Mark? So do you take a player on his third team and hope he figures it out? uh, You know what? Maybe if he figures it out for you, you're darn happy you did. Or maybe you get the same guy everybody else got rid of, Bob. You have 45 seconds to tell the world about your golf tournament tomorrow. Make it happen. (laughs) Well, it's going on tomorrow. It's going to be a nice hot day. Just talked to Dave Kippen, who couldn't come up for it, but he's... uh, Sent his regards to everybody, and uh, yeah, Bob, we're looking to have a good time. We're going to miss you out there. I no, you're not. Awesome. That's going to have a much better score than they normally would have had had you been there. Uh, the only thing you missed is that I'm the driver. I always picked up the coach from the airport because you I, did. Right. Of all the well, media, I live here. the furthest in the southwest part of the city, so that's Maybe all you're missing. My boss. We picked July 28th a year ago for our golf tournament, and then about six months ago, the NHL picked July 28th for its free agent day. So I've been tap dancing around my boss for a couple weeks here. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> who are they? Uh, so who are, this golf tournament is for? Who, Mark? 
For Sports Central, as always, it's our eighth annual uh, Mark Spector Golf Classic. And uh, we've been raising, we're closing in on a million bucks for Sports Central, Bob, over the years, which is real nice. Key sponsors? Key sponsors? Uh, you got 20 seconds. Key sponsors? Well, our title sponsor is MHK Insurance uh, in Edmonton, and they, uh, they've they stepped to the plate for us quite a bit, and there's a whole bunch of people stepping on board, man. You know, Vivo's Restaurant's done a great job for us over all the years. Fountain Tire stepped up this year. Uh, I The list is too long. You can, uh, you can mention it on Tony's. Friday. Mention it on Friday, okay? <laughs> Spec, have a great time. All right. That's Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Kurt Hill, GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.